1: Yeah, we're, we've been in constant contact with his agents. Uh, we had productive conversations yesterday. Uh, we have some more scheduled today. So we'll just, we'll continue to communicate with them. Um, some of it's, you know, was in person and then over the phone and then yesterday was in person and it'll be in person again today. So yeah, we'll continue to hammer out, uh, try to get closer to getting something done, hopefully. Not right now. We we've had uh, productive conversations with both the representatives, um, Saquon, going all the way back to November, and we'll continue to do so. But there's there's not pri- you know a priority so, on one so or the you other. No, not necessarily. Uh, that was something personal that um, Daniel wanted to do. Again, I, I didn't really get into it, but. Um, We had never had any conversations with CAA. We we didn't, they have no idea what value. We thought I have no idea what they would ask. Like that was totally separate. Um, We have a great relationship with CAA, great relationship with Athletes First. We had just never even embarked on any type of negotiations, numbers, anything. That was just something, you know, Daniel decided to do on his own. And then once, you know, there was a separation, then, you know, we started talking with Athletes First, you know, once that had, had been done. Or are you optimistic about getting with yeah I would say cautiously optimistic I mean it's uh, again you have to go through you know hard times before you come out the other end and better times with negotiations so um, you know we're trying to work through it um, you know obviously we'd like to have them both back they they know how we feel about both of them and um, you know again we're we're still working through it. Uh, there is, but you know, it's got to be right for both parties. I mean, it's, you know, there's again, I say it all the time with you guys. You know, if-then scenarios. We're going through those. So, um, if it gets out of hand and it's 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 out of our comfort zone, um, you know, we have the tag. We have we only tag one player. Um, we will use that, and if somebody's got to walk, then you know, it's, it's un- unfortunate, but uh, that's a part of the business. and We're still build- building a team, and you know, that's important to keep in mind. No. No. No.
0: Mhm.
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of options. Yeah, we have a lot of options.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would again. I would love to have them both back. Yeah, I think uh, they work. They work well with each other. Uh, You know, their entire careers in the NFL, they've been together. Um, you know, I do think they, again, they complement each other well, and we're trying to, we've had, again, productive conversations with both the representatives, and, you know, again, the, the goal is to hopefully get something done. talk
0: about safe arms, sometimes we go back to injuries, that kind of thing, the longevity of running back? Mm-hmm.
1: No, I mean I think in the negotiations you take all that into account, or you wouldn't approach the player on a contract extension. So, yeah, I mean we, Walter Payton, Man of the Year. You know I love that about him, but you also got to look at production, durability, games played, production versus other comps throughout the league, and that's usually where they land from a uh, financial standpoint. And you know again we, you got to draw a line in the sand. Like we're not going any further. And if it goes past this, all right, let's shift to Plan B. And, um, again, hopefully we don't get to that. But, you know, we went all over, went through all those plans. Do you if you have Daniel on the path that change maybe the three quarterbacks in this draft class if you have a one-year versus if you have a multi-year you're dealing out with him? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. We're, we're going to try to get Daniel done. Again, we're, we wouldn't be in this situation and negotiating with Daniel if we didn't want him to be our quarterback.
0: Joe last year, you know, in your job, you had to make a lot of decisions about letting the players go. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's the unfortunate part of this business because you know it was a special season last year as Dave's nice first year, and we did become close with a lot of the players, and they all worked hard. We had very good team chemistry, you know, from from day one when we got in there in the offseason season program. So you do, you, you appreciate the hard work that they put in every day. You appreciate the guys playing through injury, putting in the extra to execute the assignments. So you do. There is a personal, you know, part of this, and there's a business side. So. Um, yeah i mean there there may be some players that we don't you know get back because of financial reasons or we couldn't agree on something uh but that definitely doesn't change the way we think about them or you know the love and respect that we have for those guys yeah it was an ongoing it was an ongoing um, process again um, you know we evaluated every game that a that he played all the way up until you know through the playoffs and you know again I think we felt good at the end of the season that he, you know he's the guy that we'd like to bring back moving forward and be our guy. Yeah, no, we, we haven't totally bridged we're, we're a little bit closer. Um there's still a gap or you know we'd have not done. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll still work through that and again he's you know we're working with Rock Nation and Kim his agent and I have a great relationship uh, with her, and um, I have had for a long time. So we've had really good communication, and she does a great job. And um, you know, we'll see if we can bridge the gap here at some point. I can't tell you that. (laughs) Then they know. Uh, We're just we're gonna try to bridge the gap. Yeah, I can't tell you. I can't can't give it all away. Yeah, I think Isaiah came in, and you know he's a guy we obviously we drafted when we were in Buffalo, and we're familiar with him. Um, smart, tough, dependable, good worker. He knew the offense. He came in, he could play four spots, and uh, he went out and performed the way you know we thought he would. So yeah, that was an important piece. That was an important pickup. Um, again, great job by the pro department identifying him um, when he became available, and you know the timing was right, and he, he did a heck of a job for us. So yeah, it was important. Yeah, all avenues. Again, like we had a good season. Um, we still have you know several holes on both sides of the ball, so we still have a ways to go and several holes to fill. So I understand, you know, there's somewhat of a um, obsession with the receiver position. And again, like we still have to build a team. Like that's an important important position. I get that, but the value has to match up, and we still have several other holes that we need to fill. Um, in 2024, we have some guys, you know, you got to look down the road, who's up next year, you know, what's what's coming down the pipeline as you build the team, not just for 2023, but down the road. Yeah, th- this week will be a big, I mean, all the UFAs and then in- anybody like Dexter, Joel Siegel's his agent, we've had conversations with him. Um, that's a little bit trickier, the DT market, um, when you look at, you know, the, the gap in between the highest paid and then the next guy. so. Um, but Dexter's great, you know, leader, great player, did a good job for us this year. So he's definitely somebody that, you know, we'll talk to and I'd like to have him here for a long time. Yeah, I mean, we'll see if it comes to that. Um, we're, we're hoping we, do, you know, we don't get to where it's, it's one or the other. It doesn't have to be that way. Um, if it did, we wouldn't be in, you know, have contract offers out to both of them. So it's not necessarily we have to one's getting tagged. Ideally, that doesn't happen, and you get them both done. That's going to be better for the organization, and I think it'll be better for Daniel, and I think it'll be better for Saquon if if we can get deals done without having to use the franchise tag. It does, yeah, it does, and that's uh, that's something everybody realizes. I, again, I don't think the franchise. If you have to franchise Daniel, I don't think that's best for the organization. I don't believe it's best for Daniel, um, especially as we try to build. Build the team around him, and you know, questions about receiver and you know other positions on the other side of the ball where we may need depth. So um, it does hurt you a little bit in terms of you know the team building process. But you know, we're prepared if if that's a scenario um, that we're faced with, and you know, we have a plan B, and and we'll we'll try to execute that best we can. Yeah, I don't want to get into specifics of the the negotiations, but. you know, we're prepared if we have to, you know, to go down that avenue. So how much is you back to doing Okay, he improved this year. Yeah. But there's still
0: so much more for him to go.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Uh, Daniel did have a good year, and he'll be the first to tell you. Like, there's still a lot of meat left on the bone and room for improvement. And um, Dave's will tell you that. The coaching staff will tell you that. Like, he came a long way. Um, you know, he's still 25, and, again, I still think um, – there's room for improvement you know as he continues to mature and be around the staff i think the continuity of the staff getting kafka back um you know Shea interviewed for a uh, coordinator job but getting those guys back you know our entire offensive staff will be back except for tony Sperano, uh, junior the assistant o line coach but you know same with the defense you know the entire defensive staff coming back so i think continuity year 2 familiarity with the system will be that much further ahead as we go into the offseason program and you know i think everybody will benefit from that especially daniel
0: <laughs> yeah, amen. yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question, And I'm still I'm still trying to feel my way through it. Like this is the first in-season as a general manager. So, you know, I at this time, normally I have fourth round and above. I've seen all the free agents. You know, as an assistant GM, you've got time where you're uninterrupted in your office. Where, uh, so I'm still catching up on that stuff. I have, have a great staff. Obviously, you know, negotiations take part of your time. You know, coaches' contracts. There's a lot of other things um, that are pulling me away from the film. But uh, I'm in a good spot. Again, I have a good staff that leads me in the right direction and kind of filters the information of who I need to look at. But we're going to have to build through the draft, especially you know financially. You know, if you have to use the franchise tag or whatever, like we're still going to have to build through the draft. And you know, have those young cost-controlled players over four years. Um, it's going to be important to have those players that can contribute. And you know, our class did a good job this year. I think we we're fourth or fifth in rookie play time, so a lot of valuable experience, um, you know, from the rookies and some guys coming back from injuries that we'll be expecting year, big year twos from. How do you evaluate Kayvon's okay Yeah, Kayvon was uh, again. He was injured in the preseason, and then you know, slowly, you know, kind of came on. Um, once he became more familiar with the system and was healthy. So I was pleased with Kayvon. Um, You know, leadership in the locker room. You guys have been around him. His personality he has got a big personality. So uh, his work ethic and the way he's wired, I expect him to continue to ascend. But he was everything we thought he'd be his rookie year. Yeah, you know, I think we, we made a concerted effort. I think last year when I stood up here, we had five healthy offensive linemen maybe or something like that. We have 14 under contract, I think, next year majority of those guys have started nfl games um mckeithan hasn't but i mean from Azudu to jack anderson tyree phillips i mean we have really good depth um it won't prevent us from if if there's a guy out there in the interior that we would want to sign um from doing that but i think we have some pieces there um you know galinsky's at right guard but center and left guard it's gonna be good competition this offseason Yeah, I think it's important to evaluate the physical traits, but then there's also, to me, that that positions in a total different stratosphere because you have to evaluate the person, how they learn, their instincts, how they process information. Like to me, that's way more important than like you can you can watch the film and see one thing, but the makeup of the kid, um, I think, is way more important, and it mirrors up. I think that's when you got a good quarterback. coach Davis. Uh, yeah, it's funny because in 2019 we signed into our practice squad in Buffalo and he was unique that he would be upstairs hanging with the personnel department. He would do uh, he was already coaching at the time basically. He would take the practice squad guys down there, show them the film. He'd play safety at, I don't know if people knew this, but he'd play safety in Buffalo to give looks for Josh, you know, as a scout team guy. He was already coaching. Um, super smart. And I think that's why he was able to go out and execute the way he did in the, the Eagles game, but I love Davis, great guy. Couldn't be happier for him. He, he's going to be a hell of a coach, uh, and even a better person. So yeah, we've known he's going to be a coach for a while
0: though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not great. <laughs> and that's a premium position. Again, there's you know again talk about allocating resources to positions. I mean it's it's important. You know we got we got to be better next year stopping the run. And you know I think some of that is our depth where. Dexter doesn't have to play the amount of snaps he has to play, or you know, Leo doesn't have to be out there as much as he was out there. So, um, yeah, it's important—not just there, but across the board. We need to improve the depth on both sides of the ball. Hey, Joe, how much did your time with okay. Brandon? Uh, how much did your time with Brandon in, in Buffalo shape your first season on the job? A lot. I, I would have been swimming if it wasn't for Brandon. So, uh, I, I was fortunate that you know he put me in his hip pocket, you know, for my entire time there. And again, he came up. You know, kind of on the football operations early on before he shifted into the evaluation and the scouting. So he had a different perspective for 15 or so years of running an organization and, and being a leader across all facets. So um, whether it's right now contract negotiations, um, you know, a lot of times people want to, you know, the GM that you know they, their team drafts the best. There's so much more um, to the job that I would have no idea about if it wasn't for Brandon. So you know, I think I reflect a lot back to 2017 when we were in. Uh, Buffalo, some of the waiver wire claims, Isaiah McKenzie's still there, but guys like that where you could, you know, I said at my opening press press conference, compete today and build for tomorrow. You know, the, the, the way to acquire players, even in 18 when we had 50 million in dead cap space, like how to acquire players and still be competitive roster when maybe you're a little bit hamstrung in terms of some of the resources. So um, that was all things I took forward, you know, to this year. And, you know, some of it paid off with some of the waiver wire claims and, and guys that we were able to get. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I don't know how much money we're gonna have at the end of it um, with some of our own. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a comfort level with uh, you know if you're paying a certain amount of money for players, and. You know, you're going to invest them in that you already have some background information. That's not Buffalo. That could be Mark Lewinsky Last year, we signed from Indianapolis, where well, Bobby Johnson had coached him. So, if there's some familiarity, you're not putting a large chunk of money in, into an unknown commodity as important as football character and personal character is to our organization. Yeah. Yeah, Dave's is great about that. Again, he wants guys that can separate. You know, if you can separate, no matter how tall, short, wide, whatever it may be, if you can separate. And as a quarterback, you you prefer that. You'd rather throw to a guy that's open versus a guy that's, you know, being covered by a DB. So you know, if they can separate, again, we'll we'll find a way to to utilize them within the offense, whether it's outside or inside the slot. But um, I think that's one of the unique skills that Dayball has is taking the um, players and their skill set that he has, and then developing the offense around their skill set.